True Crime Girls contains content not suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Some people don't know what the 27th Club is. Uh, what? Even I know what the 27th Club is. Get it together, guys. Hey! Welcome back to episode two. Nothing has changed since episode one because we just finished recording two minutes ago. That's literally (laughs) how I'm going to (laughs) start. That's literally, I'm literally keeping that in. (laughs) Because it's not a lie. Hi, welcome. Hi, we're doing this all over again. What's up? <laughs> we are, uh, hi, we are welcome. Coopers. We are Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are True Crime Girls. Hi. Hello. Hi. Welcome. Um, we are three friends who have put microphones in front of their faces to tell true crime stories to each other and have you guys listen in on our crazy conversations you're welcome and thank you yeah hi i'm <laughs> kylie tcg i'm janine tcg um i'm eileen v <laughs> why do you always have to fuck it up <laughs> i don't know if i'm eileen tcg or tcg eileen you're eileen tcg you're, you're eileen oh. tcg on the instagram you don't have oh well you know we don't do that yeah okay eileen tcg <laughs> sorry my my apologies <laughs> i was like what I know, I'm like, it's your email's the one that fucks you up, that's why. That's what it was. Because somebody had the other version, and I don't yeah, fucking understand it. HileenTCG at gmail.com. We're coming for you, bitch. We hate you. Because <laughs> it is not us. <laughs> fucked everything up. Um, I really kind of hope that they're, like, getting, like, random True Crime Girls emails, but I know they're not. <laughs> Please relinquish the email name. We need it. <laughs> now! We'll give you TCG Eileen. Even trade. <laughs> so, um, welcome to episode two of season three. Welcome. Welcome. That's we, so weird. What, season three? Yeah. I feel like we did the same thing, like, all the way through season two. We're like, it's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's still, no, it's still weird, yeah. It's it always going to be always weird. Be weird. Always yeah. weird. <laughs> Um, it's just like weird that like to me I'm just like we're just having fun oh you want to tell you something funny okay sure so one of my friends John who lives up uh, north a little bit like Humboldt County kind Mm -hmm. of north Mm -hmm. and I don't know fuck I should have probably pulled up the message before I started the story but he was telling me that somebody would like mentioned true crime girls and I was like what he was like, yeah, like, you know, you made it, bitch. <laughs> like, no, but it's you just made still it, weird. That, like, 
other people know us yeah like and listen to us yeah you know so real quick um crystal sent me this <laughs> meme and it says hangover early 20s slam a blue gatorade two ibuprofen good to go by noon hangover late 20s loss of day-to-day motor skills depression crazy thoughts dehydrated headache regret mesothelioma yeah. <laughs> that's my 30s just <laughs> like in this that's shot. fucking life right now yeah. this is and now we're talking about why we don't drink i'm like that's exactly why i don't drink anymore because it's yeah. fucking it takes yeah. me a week to recover from one one fucking beverage yeah. worth it <clears throat> I, I just went out to the living room and spencer has a root beer on on the tv tray but it looked like a beer i was like <laughs> oh just getting lit without me okay excuse fucking me dick and he's like chill it's a fucking group here <laughs> that's exactly what he was florida woman <laughs> kill boyfriend thinking it was a beer Sounds for right. drinking beer on a sunday turns out to be root beer. <laughs> oh that was a better headline i know oh shit so all right guys yeah last time we did well last time as in five minutes ago we did florida yeah. man episode and this time we are doing 27 Club. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. And actually, like, when you sent us, like, the proposed list of episodes, I actually didn't know what the 27 Club was. Kyle. I had to Google it. Because I was like, what the Are fuck? you serious? Yes. Yeah, dead serious. Um, yeah. You're annoying. And I was like, oh, okay. I didn't. Mm. I, we've talked about it. Probably. I <laughs> When you sent the proposed list, none of it looked familiar to me. Like, I feel like, oh, she just made up the whole season by herself. Awesome. No, these just took all, all the work out of it. Oh, no, I totally <laughs> these believe were episodes you that we, we had left it. over from season one yeah. and season two. Yeah. Mm, don't remember. No, I totally I think, believe you that we talked about it. I'm just saying. Yeah. That is so funny. Yeah. So. <laughs> so for those people like me. Janine, why don't you start us off and let us know what the 27 Club is? Damn, we're just jumping into this. All right. Is this what professionals do? Yeah. Um, okay. The 27 Club. Um, according to Wikipedia, is it Wikipedia or Wiki? It's Wiki. Well, it's Wiki because of WikiLeaks. So All Wikipedia. Right. Wiki, Wiki. Okay, um, according to Wikipedia, the 27 Club is a group consisting mostly of popular musicians, artists, or actors who died at the age of 27. Um, When Kurt Cobain completed suicide in 94, the idea of the 27 Club entered the public consciousness. His mother said at the time of his death, quote, I told him not to join that stupid club. And that quote was subsequently picked up and distributed worldwide by the Associated Press. Um, so regarding that quote, um, I saw I saw it mentioned in a few different articles that I read. Um, but then in two other ones, they said that that quote was actually in reference to um, two of his family members that had completed suicide. Oh. So like that club but i think the press kind of took it as just like the 27 club that we know now Mm -hmm. um 
Yeah, either way. Um, the 27 Club includes popular musicians, actors, artists, and athletes who died at the age of 27, often as a result of drug and alcohol abuse or violent means such as homicide, suicide, or transportation-related accidents. Brian Jones, Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, and Jim Morrison all died at the age of 27 between 1969 and 1971. And at that time, um, the coincidence gave rise to some comment, but it wasn't until the 1994 death of Kurt Cobain at the age of 27 that the quote-unquote 27 club began to catch on in the public perception. Um, So this isn't, I read this in an article and I thought it was really stupid actually knowing what the 27 club was, but just for anybody who's hearing this for the first time, this is not an actual club. There's no (laughs) membership. There's no like entry into it at all. It's just like a moniker given to these people that, you know, have passed it. Sadly. yeah. Yeah. Died at 27. So it's not like this underground thing that no, is there like join. a waiting list or yeah hold on i have to take this thing out of my mouth cough drop sorry cough drop out of my <laughs> I was mouth like, what? sorry i knew if i, I didn't say you were thing. saying it and i was looking at you and i was so confused <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> i knew i had to say something Um, So Wikipedia actually has an incredibly thorough list of musicians, athletes, actors that are all considered to be part of the 27 Club. And it's actually really sad if you guys looked at it because it has like the exact days that they died. Mm -hmm. So some of them are like 26 years and 360 days or 362 days. And it's like, fuck, dude. Almost made it. And some of these people are just like, all of them are a true loss. And it's yeah. like, you know, they fucking just died mm-hmm. way too fucking soon. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just going to quickly highlight a few of the uh, better known people of this club. Um, and there's, again, it, it's not all musicians, even though those are the most popular mm-hmm. people you hear about. Um, Jimi Hendrix is widely considered one of the greatest guitarists who ever lived I, I sound like shit. You do. And I'm literally <laughs> thinking that right now. You fucking sound horrible. <laughs> Sorry. Um, in only four years, he developed a distinctive, highly influential style that involved the incorporation of distortion and a blend of rock, blues, and jazz. He was known to use drugs. And in 1969, he was arrested at a Toronto, oh, at the Toronto International Airport for possession of hashish and heroin, (laughs) though he denied that the drugs were his. Um, On September 18th, 1970, he died in London of asphyxiation after inhaling his own vomit while intoxicated. Um, He had taken an unknown number of sleeping pills after drinking alcohol. Janis Joplin was called the greatest white urban blues and soul singer of her generation. She achieved initial success with the band Big Brother and The Holding Company, performing at the Monterey Pop Festival as well as Woodstock. Janice was a drug user and heavy drinker. She had several friends who died of overdoses, and even though she survived one heroin overdose herself, her career did progress. Um, 
progress. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to correct you, but I didn't. I was like, I won't be that bitch. <laughs> I'll be that bitch. <laughs> uh, she began to drink, to drink even heavily, more heavily, uh, reportedly lining up cups of tequila on stage each night. She began injecting heroin and eventually became a full-blown addict. On October 4th, 1970, Joplin died of a heroin overdose in Hollywood, California, and alcohol was also present in her blood. Um, yeah, and, uh, um, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I just wanted to say, like, it was uh, where she died was um, the Landmark Motor Hotel, and I've actually stayed there. Um it's it's an okay hotel, but oh, I nice. huh. It's it's all right. It's nothing. I would I wouldn't stay there again. Um, <laughs> um, but and I have like obviously when I went there, like I have to go and see room one hundred five. So that's exactly I like went and I, I just outside, just like the door. But still, it was kind of it was weird being there for sure. Fun fact, just, kid. Yeah. So if you want to go i'm sure they're stoked to see all the people trying to yeah go see that place but everybody's crowding around and that's not why we fight. went like i i went for a friend's birthday and she just so happened to book like a hotel room there and then i was like wait a second <laughs> did you not did you not know this <laughs> i think something's happening here a <laughs> uh, poet and former film student jim morrison was the lead singer of the doors one of the most popular rock bands of the 1960s. Morrison was a heavy drinker and drug user. After Janis Joplin died, he supposedly told friends that they were, quote-unquote, drinking with number three. Perhaps his suggestion that he was the next to die after Joplin and Hendrix. Um, <clears throat> uh, Jim Morrison is said to have taken LSD over 250 times. And also experimented with marijuana, barbiturates, amphetamines, narcotics, and cocaine. I feel like all of that could have been grouped into one, but I really just copy and pasted it. So, whatever. Makes it sound more dramatic, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, his substance abuse began to take its toll in the last years of his life. Um, he moved to Paris to start a quieter life, but died on July 3rd, 1971. The official cause of death was heart failure, but it is suspected that he died of an overdose, most likely heroin. Mm -hmm. <coughs> and so I also like have a little bit on that. So I have um, Morrison's death has long been a source of conspiracies about how he actually died. So his death certificate reads heart failure slash natural causes. But at 27, many wonder how that's even possible, like to just boom. Um, and, but if he was a heavy drug user it's definitely and possible, a drinker yeah. it is but yeah, that is still, still yeah. really young um and so the re there was no autopsy done because it's it wasn't it's not required by french law so that's why it was just like oh heart failure they didn't yeah. really go further into it um but so according to um a book by sam burnett called the end jim morrison um he was a club manager and friend of Morrison, and he said that the rocker died of a massive heroin overdose in the bathroom of the Rock and Roll Circus Club in Paris's Left Bank and was then moved to the tub as part of an astonishing cover-up meant to deflect blame from the posse of drug dealers Morrison patronized. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Yeah. So basically what he was saying was, like, 
long story short, Morrison was found like in a bathroom stall and um, he the Sam Burnett said, was saying like he was dead, like everyone was saying he was dead. The drug dealers said, no, he's just sleeping. Go put him in oh, his room. Uh, um, and basically told everyone to shut the fuck up about it. Like, you don't talk about it. Um, so and so for years and like, and he, he mentioned like a few other people who were also there who knew and were basically told like, don't you dare say a word. Yeah. Um, and so like, of course he, like he said, like the reason why I'm coming out now is cause I just have this on my chest and like, I want to get it off my chest and all of that. Yeah. Um, but obviously people are like wondering if it's really true. I know that the, I pulled some of this from, um, a Rolling Stone article that said that after this book, like the French police said that they may, they will look into the evidence and see if they need to like reopen the investigation. Um, the statute of limitations on criminal charges for his death were up at the time, but, um, they could still like do like civil court or whatever. Yeah. So, um, so I didn't really go too much further like into that, but there's just been this like weird, weird cloud of like what really freaking happened. And it's so long ago, like, we'll just never know mm-hmm. for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So, Jim Morrison. Um, Kurt Cobain, leader, <laughs> leader, lead singer of Nirvana and the leader of the grunge scene out of Seattle. Despite his success, Cobain struggled with drugs and depression throughout his career. He began to experiment with drugs in his mid-teens after his parents divorced, and he continued to use them later in life as well. Uh, Cobain attempted to kill himself on March 4th, 1994, while he was in Italy with his family. He was rushed to the hospital and survived, but had um, he did leave a suicide note at that time. When he came back to the U.S., he became increasingly withdrawn and kept using drugs. He checked into a rehab center but left after a few days, and he mm-hmm. successfully completed suicide on April 5th, 1994. Um, last but not least, my sweet angel, Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse was a ridiculously talented British songwriter, singer-songwriter. A five-time Grammy Award winner, she regularly scheduled can I talk today? No. We can never talk through any episode. <clears throat> oh, like, my God. We just can't. Jeez. We can't life. <laughs> she, I cannot life today at all. <laughs> she regularly struggled with drug and alcohol use. Um, she herself said that she had an addictive personality and would, quote, unquote, go from one poison to another. <clears throat> Uh, Winehouse completed a short stint in rehab in 2008 after a UK tabloid <clears throat> published a video of her smoking crack, but she later said that she used drugs while she was in, tre- in the treatment program anyway. Um, she entered rehab again after that, and weeks before her death, she appeared drunk at a show in Serbia and was booed off stage on July 23rd, 2011. Her live-in bodyguard found her um, not breathing in her bread, bed in North London. Her cause of death was ruled alcohol poisoning. Um, uh, authorities found three empty bottles of vodka in her flat, and her blood alcohol level was five times the legal limit for driving. Jeez. And she was a tiny little thing. So. Yeah, itty-bitty. 
Oh, uh, yeah. Yuck. Damn. So if it was five times over the legal limit for just a normal person, her being so tiny, it was probably like fucking ten times. Ugh. But then also they said it was like from alcohol withdrawal. So um, either fucking way, like mm-hmm. she's just that one hurt. Mm-hmm. And then before I finish... You had mentioned that the 27 Club and the White Lighter had a thing together. Was it you? No. I don't know what White Lighter is. The White Lighter. Oh. Oh. All of a sudden, she fucking remembers. There... I don't know if people know this, but I guess I do because I smoke. I remember hearing about it at parties. When I was smoking, I knew not to buy a white lighter because it was bad luck and I never knew why. But only a big lighter. It could never yeah. ha- like any other like the clear ones, like those size, like kind ones. Those were fine, but just a white big lighter. Wait, so what is it though? Like, so um, I remember this and Eileen had told me. So some of the 27 Club had been found with white lighters in their pocket. Mm. And so it was just like a A bad luck, bad omen thing. Um, So I looked it up on Wikipedia and it says, I'm just going to read it right off of it because I never, I didn't write anything down. Um, The white lighter curse or white lighter myth is an urban legend based on the 27 club in which it is claimed several musicians and artists died while in possession, while in possession of a white lighter causing white lighters to be a, attributed to bad fortune the myth is primarily based on the deaths of Jimi hendrix janis joplin patrick hafner jim morrison and kurt cobain the myth has been in- integrated with cannabis culture wow but i just yeah like whenever i would lose a lighter or like just needed to buy one like if i was just out in the world um i was like yeah just anything just not a white one yeah like it could never be white and yeah. now we all know there it is yeah I had no so idea because I've never smoked or anything. Back. So, loser. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Consider yourself lucky. Well, my so part of mine was obviously the Jimi Hendrix thing. So I guess I can go next since mine's going to be oh. kind of short. Um, so I had the Jimi Hendrix thing. I also looked up um, when I, in my research. There was a study done by the British Medical Journal in December 2011, and they actually did conclude that there was no increase in the risk of death at age 27 for artists and musicians and stuff. Uh, There was, however, a correlation between the age gap of 20 and 30 in general, but not limited to 27. But the reason, so like, obviously, this disproves the 27 Club, but like, it does, but it doesn't, because obviously there was enough notoriety and enough, um, like, understanding that this could have been an issue that yeah. they actually felt the need to do research on it and see if it's actually a thing, you know. But In a lot of places, I did read some, um, like, studies that have been done or people yeah. that are trying to, like, put these correlations together. But at the end of the day, it really is just... A coincidence yeah and i don't know so but much it's a as lot like, of people <laughs> it's how many was it 73 73 a lot yeah that's a lot a it lot. seems like enough to kind of find something but yeah you would have to dip deep yeah you know you're, you're that's stop. what dip deep dip deep 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 de
dig deep into each of their like backgrounds and yeah. history and family history and you know to kind of like determine mm-hmm. something um well and again when i was doing yeah. research on this like um my boyfriend is 27 so <laughs> so we, i was like you're not a musician right like you don't play anything <laughs> things happening are you sure athlete anything he said he Artist? plays um the chimes and so i was like oh fuck you're gonna die those are the i hope he doesn't own a white lighter <laughs> is he smoke? i don't no, he doesn't smoke, but <laughs> be sure. <laughs> Double check. Um, okay, so yeah, so obviously there's something going on. Um but life is just hard and they're really young and they have this like huge fame and like this new responsibilities. Yeah. Like I it's get it. Yeah. So this one actually wasn't like this one that I'm doing isn't drug related isn't alcohol related is it anything like that it's just kind of like happenstance which makes it worse yeah but when i heard about it it was like so sad okay so i'm doing anton yelchin yelkin or yelchin i don't know um anton we're just gonna go by anton so (laughs) he was an actor who was born in russia and moved to america with his parents when he was six months he is known for films like saving charlie bartlett and he also played Chekhov in the most recent Star Trek movies. Um, on June 19th, 2016, he was crushed by his Jeep Grand Cherokee rolling down his driveway and pinning the 27-year-old Yel- Yelkin between a pillar and his security gate. When looked into, it turns out his Jeep had a recall with the electronic <gasps> shifters, causing users to exit vehicles before the car was in full park mode and causing them to drift. Um, In the case of Yelkin, it looked like he exited his car. This happened. It wasn't in full park mode. He went down his driveway to the mailbox and his driveway was so steep that the momentum of the car caused him to have these fatal injuries. I did not know about the recall. Yeah, it was a recall. A Jeep so recall. And so when I first heard that he was crushed by his own car, like I autom- I automatically thought like alcohol had to be involved or something. Yeah. Um but like when looking into it, it was just he was just going to get the mail and he got crushed by his car and it's yeah, so it was sad. just a freak accident. And this was actually before like I ever watched like any of the Star Trek movies. Like I liked him and saving Charlie Bartlett and stuff. I a lot um but recently i watched the star trek movies and he did such a good job he was yes, like, he's so he's good so in good so funny like he's he was really good and i just it's real sad it's real real sad but so that's like my that one's really sad 27 year old 27 club one and i just it's another thing it's like what the heck <coughs> like it had to be 27 but yeah, that one was to me was very Final Destination-y. Yes, like you're 27, so you have to die now. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was. And just then very it's just weird. like such a weird um, way because it's like, oh, I'm just gonna go check my mail. Oh, just kidding, I'm fucking dead now. Uh-huh. We should like, do a Final Destination episode. Didn't we already? We talk do. About that? Did we? Yeah, we d- we have one right. We did Urban Legends. Did we do Final Destination? I don't mm-hmm. think so. I think we talked about it, though. We definitely talked about it. There's a lot. Don't we have freak accidents? 
In this season? No. I don't, I don't remember. No, no, no. I'm talking about like Final Destination as far as people who escaped one tragedy and then ended up died like shortly after because there's a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, also, so when looking at the recall stuff, like this problem was the cause of like a bunch of accidents, like hundreds of accidents and and different issues. Um, Did anybody else die? Um, I was looking into it and I couldn't find any other like stories yeah. about people dying. I think this one just so happened that his driveway. I mean, just think about L.A., you know, like how steep yeah. the driveways can be. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm just assuming he had like a really nice house with like mm-hmm. that long driveway mm-hmm. and the gate and everything. You know what I'm saying? So it's crazy. Uh. Yeah. Super sad. So mine are, um, I mean, they're still famous people that are well known, but not they're not um, uh, artists. Um, so it's funny because I had written down um, if you ask someone familiar with the Twenty Seven Club, if um, they knew any of the members, they would most likely name Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, Amy Winehouse, Kurt Cobain, and Jim Morrison. Thanks, bitch. Exactly what you basic bitches did. But the only reason I did that is because if nobody had it's heard the background of it, too. Yeah. No. Yeah. That. But yeah. But the, exactly. Those are like the most popular ones that everyone is um, familiar with. Um, but those names are just few with the more than seventy people um, a part of the club. Some names on the list, I'm sure people didn't know about. Um, these I I really didn't know about. I've heard of them before, but I did not know that they were 27 at the time of their deaths. Um, people like Pat Tillman. Um, Pat Tillman was an American football player who played for the Arizona Cardinals. He gave up his career to enlist in the United States Army in 2002. He served for two years before being killed on um, in April 2004. His death was said to have been caused when Emony... Com- Enemy. Emony. You said Emony. <laughs> Nobody can live Emony and Ivory. <laughs> Enemy. Combatants. Combatants? Combatants. <laughs> I'm done. Goodbye. And that's it for this And we're done. Today. We're not Thank doing any more. So when enemy combatants um, ambushed his unit. However, it was subsequently revealed he was killed, killed by friendly fire during a firefight with the enemy. Oh, shit. Following his death, there was much, much controversy due to false reports um, denying friendly fire. Also, soldiers attempting to hi- hide evidence that corroborated the friendly fire report burned Tillman's body armor and uniform along with his journal that, had, that detailed his thoughts about Afghanistan. Oh, um, directly disobeying God. army protocol. Wow. Um, the soldiers were punished by being removed from the United States Army Rangers. So, like, wow. when this all happened, I remember it was a big deal because he was, you know, huge football star. And after 9-11 happened and all that, he decided, hey, I want to enlist in the Army. He enlisted. <clears throat> Apparently, you know, the, the media was following him because it was like, you know, you sacrificed an amazing career to serve your country. Like, that's that's patriotism right there. And then he died, and they used that as, for lack of a better word, propaganda against, you know, or, like, in support of the war. Like, look what happened. This all-American hero went out there, and he was killed by these militants and blah, 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 whatever. But then it turns out that while, you know, everything was going on, he was killed by friendly fire. And it wasn't just he was shot by friendly fire. It was three bullet wounds to his head. Oh, my God. And then multiple bullet wounds to his body. But he died, obviously, from the gunshot. Holy shit. Yeah. And so these people that 
he was awarded he was given all these awards and then after the investigation and he was posthumously um promoted to corporal and they said that you know he was given like the purple heart and all this because he died from being injured by the enemy but it turns out not but they told him they still want him to keep his silver star and all his um awards because it was it all happened while like in a firefight with the enemy so he was acting heroically is there do you did you see anywhere like what the possible reason would be what that they hit it that no that they would have killed him or the, yeah that they would have hit it well, or it's he just ended up in the crossfire and i think it was a mistaken identity of like what was going on because it was just so much going on um and the fact that they were hiding it is because you know you don't want to yeah. kill someone especially pat tillman by friendly fire shit yeah. oh fuck that sucks um yeah um another name who's also a football player which kyle is probably familiar with because he Played for her stupid team. Um, Aaron Hernandez played for Don't the New England Patriots. I know. They, um, <laughs> I think they lost a Super Bowl recently. Did they? <laughs> what's this, what's <laughs> the Super Bowl? <laughs> wow. Like a big bong? It's fine. It's only like on my birthday and stuff. It's fine. <laughs> I'm fine. Um, I'm uh, fine. It's fine. Everything's <laughs> fine. <laughs> with that look on her face she's like eh, fuck you guys yeah. um in 2013 he was arrested for the murder of odin lloyd who was the fiance of um hernandez's sister he was found guilty of first degree murder in 2015 and sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole after two years of serving and during the appeal process aaron hernandez committed suicide because he died during the appeal process the conviction was vacated um and i guess state of massachusetts because it's it's still if you haven't exhausted all your efforts of appeals then if you die during that it's complete it's like it takes it back to square one so Shit. you're nothing ever happened you've never been felt guilty none of that but why would an innocent man kill himself <laughs> well many believe hernandez knew this would happen and it would help keep the wrongful death civil suit against filed against him by the odin family for moving forward leaving all his money to his infant daughter so you have to have well um basically if a, there's a guilty conviction when they file a civil suit for uh wrongful death it's like millions exactly well it's it's almost certain that they're going to take everything you have for that if you're found not guilty then it's less of a chance of so obviously if you you're gonna <laughs> die if he knows hey if i die right now during my appeals process the civil suit's going to be thrown out the window. All my money can stay with my kid. Like, and this is in the state of Massachusetts? Yes. This will um, um, secure her future. But also, um, if you don't kill somebody, that also secures <laughs> your money. This is true. However, <laughs> I, I don't know if he knew that, that law. law. Well, oh my God, that was um, I think at this point it was already too late. Oh, so, got it. Yeah. Okay. He's like, oh, um, fuck, I fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's, and apparently the Odin family, the lawyer for the Odin family figured, you know, oh, that's not going to make much of a difference, but the civil suit hasn't gone forward yet. So. That's so sad because, um, I mean, it's kind of dumb when they do those civil suits and, you know, they're, you know, suing for fucking millions and millions. I get it. It's mm -hmm. like, okay, but 
that's not going to bring your person back if you're um if you know the murderer is already sentenced they're sentenced okay like that part's done but it's like to me that's just now greed complete greed and i'm gonna cut you off for just a second that um there's that homeless man that was killed inside walgreens in like la homeless man okay homeless man all of a sudden you look on tv and it's like there's a wrongful death lawsuit being brought up you know against walgreens for 10 million dollars or whatever and there's like 20 people standing there saying they're the family Mm -hmm. i'm like wait first of all um wrongful death you have to show loss you know um loss of wages the fact that you depended on them but homeless man where were you when he needed a place to live where were you when this man needed to to be off the streets like he was homeless for a reason you guys didn't fucking want him but now all of a sudden he's dead by a huge corporation is is at fault and all of a sudden now wrongful death you're crying yeah he deserved to live yeah he did deserve to live but you should have been there for him not after his death trying to collect a fucking paycheck and there's a lot of people there all of a sudden oh, it's yeah. like oh i'm sure I would not, I would not at all be on TV flaunting, oh, my homeless brother, my homeless cousin. No, motherfucker, you should have made him not homeless. Give him at least your couch to fucking sleep on. Come on. And it's so hard to like, we don't know what the family history is or, you know, whatever. But yeah, I fucking agree. But like, okay, even I like, I'm thinking like I have cousins and stuff that I am estranged from and that I think are pieces of shit and but if they died I also wouldn't be trying to like if they died in some horrific way I also wouldn't be in line trying to collect money from it oh. you know like no they're that's fucking sad. you know what I mean that, that's the problem is it's like okay if you choose to be estranged from this person for whatever fucking reason then you're estranged from that person no matter what like yeah and that's done you can't mm-hmm. fucking come back and try to mm-hmm. collect on you know yeah it's like oh that was my blah blah it's like no no yeah yeah but you hated each other (laughs) like just dangle a few hundred dollars in front of people Mm -hmm. and they just come out of the woodwork what people do for money like sell magic the gathering trading cards literally Mm -hmm. it's true though people do crazy or kill themselves to ensure their future which is sad because it's like yeah maybe she has money but now she doesn't have a dad and even if even if he didn't kill himself and he was in prison his entire life, at least, at least there's some contact. You know what I mean? Yeah. But and she could have had what the do choice. I know? At that point, yeah. she could have had the choice to have her dad in her life or not. Exactly. Now she doesn't have a choice. Yeah, she just has all this money and fucking no dad and this history attached to it. Mm-hmm. Poor girl. Poor fam. Both families. I Jeez, feel bad. Man, that was a heavy one, Eileen. Shit. Mm. I didn't write it. I'm just reporting it. Yeah, Yeah, it's crazy. Lord, I know. I can't. I'm not gonna get over the fact that you didn't know what the 27 Club was. I'm sorry. I didn't. (laughs) I I've literally. I'm okay. I'm gonna say I've never heard about it, but I know I have because I know we've talked about it allegedly. But I, I I literally can't remember. I'm pulling a Janine, and I can't remember conversations that we've had. Well, yeah. So. That was short and sweet. 
it maybe (laughs) i know we don't know (laughs) we don't know um but this one just makes me really sad because i think about like all the talent and you know Mm -hmm. and they're young like at the end of the day they're just young fucking kids that are dying for whatever reason Mm -hmm. by whatever means Mm -hmm. so all the way around it's just sad yeah it's crazy whether you know it has to do with drug or alcohol or not yeah it's Shit's going down, and I mean, like that whole twenty to thirty gap, though, is just like insane. And those are tough times. It's growing. It's learning. And I know I said that I was gonna do um, Amy Winehouse for the sex, drugs, and rock and roll. I still didn't want to do her for this one. I just can't. I can't cover her the way that I want to. So that was my tiny. Decided not to. Yeah, because I just can't. It's almost like the way I didn't want to do Ed Gein because I couldn't cover it, but at least this person I want to pay my respect to. So I just can't do it. All right. Oh, well. You did a little bit at least. Yeah, I did a little bit. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you all for listening as per usual. And um, we will have show notes up, as always, at truecrimegirls.com. You can comment. You can, like, email us through there. You can look at our social medias. We are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at True Crime Girls. We are on Instagram personally at KylieTCG, at JanineTCG, and at EileenTCG. And... Um, yeah. Leave us a review and a five star rating if you enjoy us. Mm-hmm. If you don't enjoy us, leave us a five star rating and a shitty review. We love those. Yep, yep. We absolutely. As long love as it gives us, you sounded us five like stars. just like yeah. Chloe Kardashian just then. I just wanted to say <laughs> that was really weird. Um, <laughs> but last time you said I sounded like Courtney. <laughs> yeah, you have your moments. You just channel oh, all the Kardashians. I do. <laughs> um. Can I give a quick shout out? I'm right here. You don't have to shout me out. Anyways, um, <laughs> Esoteric Oddities, I apologize. I've never listened to your podcast before, and I know I'm an asshole for it, but that's just me. Um, but I, I finally listened to the so episode much. that Janine was like a guest on, and I was in my kitchen. I had just gotten home from work, and I was in my kitchen. I was listening to it like on the way home, so like I, you know, I had my phone with me, whatever. I sat it down, sat my phone down on my on my counter, and I'm like cooking, I'm eating dinner, and I'm just like standing in my kitchen. And um, as they're talking about, it's like you know the the episode they're telling um, ghost stories that people have sent into them. And as I'm standing there, and they're talking about this girl in. Scotland, Ireland, some shit like that, some land. Um, <laughs> there, she said she she felt like um, like if somebody touched her leg, and as that happened, or maybe like a few minutes later, I swear to the good Lord, I felt somebody grab my leg, and I got so fucking scared, I jumped and I yelped, and I text Janine, and I'm like, dude, I'm fucking listening to this episode and i swear to god i just felt someone (laughs) fucking touch my leg and i'm freaking the fuck out right now like i I can't yeah i was like so scared and i'm like fuck them i'm never listening to an episode ever again (laughs) (laughs) they fucking jinxed me (laughs) i was fucking shitting myself oh my god okay so esoteric oddities is killing it first you scare the no actually first 
uh, Esoteric Oddities was the first podcast um, the kid listened to where I had to turn it off. And that's Proud including that. ours. So he's listened to a bunch of shit. We've seen a bunch of shit. And Esoteric Oddities was the one where he was like, I, uh, you have to turn it off. And I was like, really? And I was so happy. And now you guys scare the shit out of Eileen. I love it. And I just want to say, and I hope you guys don't take any offense to this because I mean this. I mean this in like the best way. But listening to you guys, I imagine, like, I picture uh, Janice, Ian, and Damien from Mean Girls, but not like Janice, Ian in the Mean Girls, like the way she looks, but the actual actress, like the pretty version of her actress, and Damien, like how he looks, like he, like I just picture you guys like that, and I've never seen what you look like, and I just think it's like. The the most adorable thing like everything you guys got going on and i love you guys i won't like, ever I listen to you again so and i'm much. so sorry for that because you guys scarred me for life <laughs> but i love you and i will support you in anything you do so i'm just throwing that out there for you guys oh man oh fuck i love that so much hi john hi sarah hi guys hi. oh fuck thank you for that the support awesome. as always yeah yeah i love them so much you guys if nobody listening to this has listened to esoteric oddities please go fucking listen to them follow them on instagram they are hilarious they are Mm -hmm. and their research is amazing i love their stories everything they do i love i know i started listening to them while i was at the gym and i remember being in the steam room laughing like a nut (laughs) because they are so they're funny hilarious. she mentioned that. something about not knowing what um original was original someone like on myspace <laughs> back in the day of myspace they called yeah. her original and she's like fuck you bitch i'm not original and they're like no that's a good thing and she's like oh but i'm like oh my god i love her she's hilarious and she's like four two she's a tiny little thing oh my god she's, she's so bit. funny <laughs> and i remember yeah i was in the tiny. steam room and i'm just like laughing i'm like up oh, i'm gonna pause this until i'm in my car because oh i'm god. making a fool out of myself that is funny <laughs> yeah guys go give them a listen for yeah, sure they are please. hilarious <laughs> oh, oh man fucking hell. that's too funny All this right. is not sponsored yeah <laughs> not sponsored yeah oh my god uh, well, anyways guys thank you so much um for sticking around for listening for giving us all the positivity you give us i appreciate it so much and i know the other girls no, do we, too we don't we fucking don't <laughs> Even if you guys didn't like us, we'd still do it. But you guys liking us is a plus for sure. It's super fun. It's like a little community and it's just it's just super fun. It's super fun. So thank you guys for letting us have fun. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Thank you so much. All right. And I mean So make sure to follow us everywhere, please. Yeah, but don't follow us home. I mean Yeah, that's it would be a cross country trip. from anywhere that you are yeah so we made it real hard for you to do that (laughs) (laughs) all right right, guys we love you you. thank you bye goodbye eileen oh bye (laughs) (laughs) sorry